Welcome. You are now tuned into the Textually Active Podcast. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Textually Active, your weekly podcast about love, sex, and relationships. I got everybody with me this week. Um, Simone is here. Hey, she's back from Aruba, looking caramel AF. I got Meezy with me. What up, though? And Nick is here. What's going on? We all in the building, and we ready to talk about it. How was everybody's weekend? Uh, it was amazing. We were all together as usual, living our best life. Shout out uh, Rashad Candy Gibbs for letting us judge the drink competition. It's always good to have free drink. Yeah, we got lit. We had a really good time at that event on Friday, and then it ended up being a night of family dinner and alcohol, family activity, <laughs> team building. Saturday, everybody <laughs> did their personal self care, but you'd be surprised to know that Nick didn't self care. Nick. You was out in the streets on Saturday. We got him out two nights in a row. I went outside. Oh, he went outside? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It's, it's really whack being outside without you guys, actually. You know, just so you know. Uh-huh. It's kind of uh-huh. like me. Like, I didn't really know what to do. Like, but whatever. Hey. You get used to being around the same people. Then you get around you new do, people. You do. And, it's, and like, it's like, bro, you don't really know like how to act. Like, what? We all have our inside jokes. They don't know yeah. them. Yeah. Like you can always like be in a corner like talking. Yeah. Yeah. I watched um, a whole bunch of shit on Netflix this weekend, so <laughs> I think I need to take a break. I think I broke a rule, though. So, E and I were watching this series together, and I watched the whole season without him. Can oh, no. y'all tell me if that's an issue or... Uh, You're yeah. probably not engaged anymore <laughs> is what I'm going to bet. Yeah, you must well throw that ring back at him. Damn. Pawn it, pawn it. Don't don't throw it back. <laughs> Let's not get crazy. Remember in ATL when Rashad got the necklace? Uh-huh. Just expect it. <laughs> gonna be like, I Dang. wouldn't marry you. <laughs> if you watched a fucking episode without me. Especially if it's some shit we was like really into together. Uh, it wasn't no. just one episode, it was a whole season. Mm, mm, you watched mm. an entire season, bro? Yeah. You probably owe him some money too. I'm sure he would prefer You cheating. gotta play the spousal, spousal support. <laughs> because that's some bullshit. I'm sure he would prefer you cheated on him. Like, <laughs> same thing. That's wild. Same like, thing. Yeah, bro. That's stepping over the line, bro. But you I might told as well him. Another nigga's food. I, I told him I was going to watch it. So. Eating another nigga's food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. We'll talk about it when he gets back. So. I mean, is it really. Is it less damaging if you tell the person you're going to cheat? Like, I mean, like, it's still kind of cheating, right? So when he goes in to open up Netflix and it's like season three, episode one. He going to be a, like... a, a walking gift, nigga. <laughs> you can stay at my so, house. So this right. is what it's come to. <laughs> no, he gets to leave. I'll stay. Oh, well, damn. Fuck me then. <laughs> so. She going to cheat and kick him out of his own crib. Right. <laughs> That's how it goes. The woman always kicks the man out. Why though? Because we make this a house. It's true. my house. True. That's true. So, yeah. let's jump into the discussion for the week. This week, we all came here to talk about fear. So, what are we scared about when it comes to dating, when it comes to being in a relationship, when it comes to being committed? Uh, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm ever, if time's ever going to be right. Like, 
like I'm in places where I think I'm dealing with women who are like better than me. Then I'm like dealing with women I think are quote unquote beneath me. I don't mean to sound arrogant when I say that, but tweet, tweet. Yeah, just like women that are beneath me and or just like it's it's like I'm never gonna be ready at the right time. And that shit is frightening. Wait, but okay, so if you think somebody is do you ever think that you will always meet somebody who is, especially in the dating phase, who is exactly in the same place that you are? Not necessarily the, the same place, but at least somewhere that I feel comfortable with. So if you have a woman that you feel like is better than you, you feel like you just like... Yeah, like I'm not pulling my, my weight in this situation. You don't match up. Yeah, yeah I mean, like it's like, like, yeah, you, you just feel uncomfortable. So why don't you... Like is... Trying not like what do you do to try? Because if she's if she's wants to deal with you, then obviously there's a reason she's there, right? True. So then what are you doing to try to be better for that woman that you deem better than you? I feel like don't you always want somebody who feels a little better than you? Like mm, no. No. That's some I I feel like if all right, you go ahead. No, nah, it's just it's one of those things where you like like I've been looking at how like everybody treats like traditionalism and I'm like, yo. I I don't find I'm not upset with my woman being the breadwinner, but it's just something that doesn't feel right about it. Like you just don't feel up to par, mm-hmm. and it's some crazy shit. Like to think about, especially getting older, <clears throat> and it's like I don't know if I'll ever you know truly make that person happy if I'm not you know at least on her level. Do you try to make her happy? Like do you even attempt? Because I feel like sometimes dudes don't even attempt. Like they'll be like she's better than me, and that's and I'm just gonna say fuck it, but. Like, yeah, it's other things you can do besides try to get yourself together with money. You can show that's probably like the least important thing. She already has. Obviously, she has the money. She can do whatever she wants with her money. So there's other things you can do to make up for you not being, quote unquote, on her level. You may not be on her level as far as income, but maybe mentally you're on her level. Maybe you're what she is attracted to. You can hold a conversation. And you can do other things to make her happy. And not only that, like, did you do you ever stop to think? Because I do think that because men have egos, they have a tendency to be like, she's better than me because she makes more than me. She does better than she's better than me because she does this or she does that or has this or has that. But I don't think men take a second to step back and be like, but what is it that I have that she doesn't? Because usually there's if she is even if you feel like a woman is better than you and she is even paying you attention, obviously there is something in you that she feels is something that she needs to learn or something that she doesn't have or something that she sees as valuable. So to automatically jump to a place where it's she's better than me, I can't stack up, I'll never be good enough, I don't know that that's fair to yourself, Mizi. Mm. I think that's giving up. Mm. And, and there is nothing that a woman, like women hate feeling like a dude just gave up because mm. it feels like they don't care. Okay. And if she, if you feel like she's better than you, and if she is actually better than you, she's probably going to be like, <clears throat> you look at it like a dude has two options, right? Either he can say, I'm, not gonna, I'm never going to be good enough and just say, fuck it, which to me shows a lack of ambition. Or he says, how can, she's obviously interested in me. How can I be who she wants me to be and show her what it is that she wants to learn as well? Okay. That's a good point. It's a good cue. I'm just wondering. Oh, it's some things that's been on my mind lately. I figured I'd come in here and let y'all let y'all hear it for a little for a chance. You know, 
I don't write rap, so that so, <laughs> so that put it in the music. Oh my god! So that's everything you're afraid of. Um, I feel like you got a lot of fears on your chest today. I do. Kwame. I don't know. Oh, that's where we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kwame's a little afraid in these streets. I'm a, I ain't even gonna lie. I'm afraid that I'll just be running this fucking. This whole phase may never end. Let's just be mm. real. This whole phase may never end. And you're afraid of that? And I am because I don't think I ever like be like into somebody enough to stop it. Well, Damn. what you saying it like that, it sounds like you believe it. Uh, a little bit. Not Is like the whole phase safe for you? Is it safe? It's new, so I don't know. Oh. The whole phase is new? Yeah. You remember he said he had been in a relationship like his whole life. Since oh. I was 16. Yeah. Okay, so it's okay, new, okay. so I'm like enjoying it, but I'm also like looking and like, I don't know if it's productive. So you don't know how you're going to get out of the whole face? No. Somebody's going to bring you out? How? No. I, you don't just, nobody just ends the whole face if you're doing it the right way. We've already talked about this before. Bro. Nobody just, nobody just like exits the whole face. Like, well, no. Men don't exit the whole face if you're having, if you're doing it the right way and if it, well, not the right way, if you're having fun with it. No, I think he might be ready to exit right now and he can exit it and just be single. If Without he, having a whole face. If he really wanted to, but he didn't really want to. Yeah, she's lonely. Man. <laughs> I can't just but be you, single. But those are two different things. Do you not want to because you fear being by yourself? Yes. Or do you not want to, Meezy? Or do you not want to because you like are enjoying, you're genuinely enjoying being in the whole face? It's oh, half yes. and half. Like, <laughs> yes. It's literally, it's yes. literally like, both. Oh, like. It's a, it's amazing to be able to not to choose what nights I want to go home by myself. Bingo. It's amazing to choose who can I spend dinner with tonight. But if you had to choose, would you be a hoe or would you be in a relationship? A hoe in a relationship. <laughs> like, like it's really like one, one. It's like one of those things where it's like once I get into it, am I going to be like fully into it and be like, yeah, this is probably going to work. This is going to work. I'm going to do everything to make this work. Or do I shy away from it and just be like, you know, I'm enjoying what's going on. Let me ask you something about your hoe face. When you have, you have these hoes, right? Uh, quote, unquote. Right. Um, what is it that you see in them? Like, what is it that you look at them and say, okay, I need to have you around because like. What what keeps you having multiple holes? I guess I don't. It's one of those things where certain a few of them bring something that I like. I'm, I'm, I admire, and it's like, okay. yeah, like I can see her, and I like think she is amazing, and I could see myself with her. Mm-hmm. Others, it's just like we have great conversation. Like, like, like yeah, like you your like face. Your, yeah, and then it's like others, like you're you're there, so it's like okay. Why not just keep you around because you're there? Mm-hmm. I said this before, but the point of getting out of the whole phase and jumping into a relationship is finding somebody that gives you the feeling that all the different girls would give you. So you said you want somebody that you can have great conversation with, great sex with, and great uh, interactions with. Yeah. I just want it to be like somebody who, who's all around amazing. And Who doesn't make you feel like you need to have other people. Right. And then that makes me feel like, I always say, I always want to be wanted, not needed. Like, I always want to be wanted and not needed. That's a nice low line. I mean, I just always want to be, I want to be wanted, but not needed. 
Like, I don't want you to depend on me for absolutely every single thing. Mm-hmm. But just know that I am going to be there. Like, if you need if you need me, like. <laughs> That's so cute. Like, I don't know if I'm, like, super emotional today or what. But Meezy is getting to me today. <laughs> hey, like, it's, these are things I fear regularly. Like, But you also said something that made me think that you don't want to be in a relationship. And it may be because you're scared of that commitment and scared of risking it all. You said that you want to be a hoe in a relationship. So why, I mean, if you get into a relationship and you still like, still feel like you need to be a hoe, you still feel like you need to talk to different girls, you're scared of something. Right. And I think that's, I think that fear is uh, also like living up to the expectations that a relationship comes with. That's a serious fear because even me <laughs> jumping into a relationship, I was scared. I was scared. Like, you don't know what that's going to come with. And I always say when people say they felt they're falling in love, it is like jumping off of a cliff. Like, it's a scary-ass feeling to be that vulnerable to somebody and thinking about the way that they could hurt you. Like, that's scary. I feel like that's the first thought you have. Like, I don't feel like... People think about, I, me included, you don't think about like all the amazing times I could potentially have with yeah. this person. You think about, even if it's 10 years down the road, the mm-hmm. way that person could hurt you. That's, yo. When you fall in love. Or that's a fear. Open up to somebody. <laughs> Falling in love is a fear. And mm-hmm. then they don't even like you. They don't even like you as much as you like them. And you never know. That's where I was You going. never know. Wait, say that, what? Like, they don't. Like, you like somebody mm-hmm. more than they like you. But you never know that they don't like you as much. But I feel like, do you feel like relationships always go, like they fluctuate? There's ebbs and flows in relationships, right? And right. so there's going to be days when I like you more. There's going to be days where you like me more. Do you? Know, I think that. Do you know that women get into relationships? Like I've had multiple people tell me that you want somebody that likes you more than you like them. Mm. As a woman. As a woman, you absolutely want somebody who likes you more than you like you them. You do. But then... I would but say that's, that that's not who you always are attracted to. That sucks for men, though, because now you're bound to be with somebody who likes you a little less than you like them. If people are playing by that role. I feel like I want to be attracted to somebody. Like, I want the initial phase to be with somebody that I like more than they like me. But then I want to be with somebody who ends up liking me more than I like them. As weird as that sounds. Because I do think that there's a thing in girls who like the chase. And you don't want a dude who just likes fucking everybody. Mm. So with that, he's going to like you less at the beginning. But like, I want it to be that when it's us, like, I have no doubt that that person's just absolutely in love with me. Mm. I mean, that, that goes along with my fear, honestly. Tell you the truth. What's your fear? Um, loving a woman more than she loves me. Why is that a fear? Uh, I'm terrified of... Meeting my match. I'm terrified of like meeting a woman that is like equally as, um, what's the word? Um, yoked. You said what? Equally yoked. No? Yoked? Yeah. Equally yoked. Uh- <laughs> my word was going to no. be equally witty. Shitty. With, with shitty. 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 I'm going to go with shitty okay, for 500. I wasn't, wasn't going to say I was going to Good answer. Good answer. Add the applause. So, um, it's no secret that I've 
haven't been the best guy in the world to in past relationships. I'm not. I haven't. I'm not saying I've cheated in every single relationship, um, but I mean I was close. And when I got close, and the ones that I didn't cheat, I just got the fuck up out of there, right? So it's like I'm afraid to meet a woman that is because I've been fortunate to have women that if they did cheat on me or they did hurt me, I didn't find out, right? So it's like I've always kind of been in this safe area, and I'm terrified of meeting a woman that just don't give a fuck or just, you know, that just can hurt me in a way that I, you know, I've never really felt before because I'm afraid of entering that space. So it, I don't know. It's like. So you did mean equally as shitty. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought Rose was joking. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. Um, well, that, that oh, jumps wow. into another fear about karma in relationships, Karma maybe we could be scared. Maybe you guys could be scared to get into a relationship because of the shit that y'all did in the past and your past relationships too. Because that's another fear. But karma is a big, a big thing that scares you away from relationships. Even though it doesn't exist, you don't think it exists. Karma doesn't exist. Oh, I do. No. I Why think, would you think it exists? Like what? I think anything you put out is going to come back to you. You think so? I think so. Really? Mm-hmm. George is still alive. <laughs> George Simmons. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell y'all a secret. And Please I, do. <laughs> and I haven't told anybody this. I've I've not sat down and said this out loud to anyone. So I'll tell all the listeners. Wow. A great time to do it. We <laughs> had a name for them last week. Oh, the I tell the gray area. I tell the gray area. Uh, my last relationship, I ruined myself. And I don't think I'll find anything that'll be that great again. You self sabotage. Self sabotage the shit out of it. And as I as I look, as I as I continue to look back on it, I don't know why. You never. I have no idea why. Do you're never gonna find out. That shit seemed. It's looking now. It seemed like a story, fairy tale, storybook thing. And then it's like you know, I ruined the shit out of that. And I think that might be the fear that I do it again. How'd you ruin it? Like, what, tell me. Tell me how you feel like you, you, you sabotage that. I use, my, I use my insecurities to make it seem like... Uh, Woo, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, boy. God tell you what. Do we boys. have a fan for to, this room? To, it's getting warm, ain't it? It's getting hot when we start Damn. talking. <laughs> I use my insecurities to make it seem like... You projected. I was the problem. Yeah, sure. And so... Wait, 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 wait. You like you, she was I, the problem. No, like I was like, the problem. Like you, like, and oh. I was protecting her oh. from me. <laughs> it's not you, it's me. Oh, I know exactly. My what boy. You, I know exactly what oh you're talking about. God. So you would do things like, you don't deserve me. You could find some someone so much better. Did you say stuff like that? Um, not so, but I would I would use like words like, you know, I got such and such going on and I know this is gonna take away from what I need to do with you and so I don't think this is really healthy and shit like that and I never figured out why I was doing it. And it just like it led to one thing after another and then like I didn't even she like tried she tried to give me the fake breakup and I just rolled with it. Like it was a real one. I was like, you know what, maybe we shouldn't do this and it's just like yo Dude, you know what happened? You were scared. Yeah. You got scared. Yeah. You got cold feet, bro. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, I don't want to I don't want to make you feel bad because of me. And so it's just like, you know what? Let's just end this. 
So if you could go back, would you handle things differently? Yeah, but uh, I don't know if it'd work out properly if I, if I did. But how do you, so how are you afraid of a situation that didn't even, like, you're still scared. I am. Legit. I'm a little jaded by it. Only because it's like, how do you stop that cycle? How do you stop the pattern of self-sabotage with women? Well, you know how you feel about Especially it. Especially when I never I never got closure from it. You know how <laughs> you feel about it now. Just think about repeating that later. Man. Would you want that to happen again? Probably not. So then the next time you jump into a relationship, think about how you feel in right now and try to avoid it. I also think that there is some a little bit of like, part of it can't be blamed on you, Meezy. Because I do think a part of it is maturity. And, no. when, and when I think back and I think my, about myself even three years ago, like the shit I was doing three years ago, like I would never do now. But that's because like I'm more secure as a human now. Like I have more confidence in myself now. Like I know what I want and what I would be like willing to work for. And so I think that for you, some of that is going to come with life experience and a little bit of maturity. Yeah, I was in a bad place back then. Yeah. Like you were young too. Like it was a couple years ago, but I was in like a But you're young. still young. I a, you're a different person every day slight, that you wake up. I'm you very different than I was like last year. A slight depression. I'm a different person than I was last week. Two hours ago, I'm I'm changed. What? I was a real good person like three days ago. Okay. Bitch, I done cussed I out. Changed. Do you <laughs> know how much you changed in three years? Bro. Mm. They don't even know you no more. You a new person. Okay, so I have a question. If that young lady was listening right now, what would you say to her? Uh, I'm sorry. I, I was going to say, I'm sorry. Probably, I don't know. It's not, like, at this point, like, nothing. Because she she's moved on with her life. She done, she done found a new guy, new all that. And it's like, it's nothing I can really say to make up for it now. And that shit is like... Like, to see somebody, like, all you think about is, yo, that could have been me. Damn. <laughs> like, that could have that could have been me. Damn, me. Fam? Like, that shit is scary. And then it's like, you, you try to find closure with the situation. You try to leave and, you know, go be great elsewhere. But it's like, yo, like, I have not gotten over that shit. Do you feel like she still has a piece of you? Sometimes. Sometimes she still... She still has a piece of me sometimes. <laughs> and I've also gotten to this place where I realized that I don't find closure, nor do I separate myself <laughs> from people who dub me shitty. Answer quickly. I don't think. <laughs> the piece of you feel like she still has. Do you even want it back? Yes. yes. Why? Because I don't think it's fair to me for you to keep that and then move on with your life. You left it. You, yeah. You did it. Like, it was your fault. Right. I, I never denied that, but it's like, so somehow. It's not fair to you. I don't understand. Because. You dug your grave and you're mad because you're laying in it. True. True. I just, I just feel like I need I mean, to. I back. understand. No, I understand. I'm just saying, like, I'm just trying to make you. Like, yeah, this I is what. I get it, but this is the battles that I deal with every day. It's like, yo. Yeah. I fucked this up. Mm -hmm. I'm laying here. But I can't get out of this motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a ladder in this bitch. Mm -hmm. There's a shovel to put the dirt back in here. But I cannot get out of this. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, I don't know what to do. Then I just start to distract myself. By with, hoeing. By hoeing. Girl A, girl B. So you just lay there and daydream? All day. All day. Yeah. You know, um, drinking is a depressant, right? It's probably not helping your situation. Well, I was doing that while I was in a relationship. It's just That's not the point. I was just making. <laughs> I know, but it's not. It's, it, it doesn't even come with that. That doesn't. I mean, do you find yourself drinking because you're still upset over that situation? No, never. Okay. I find myself drinking and then go and think deeper into that situation. Mm-hmm. But I don't ever drink, drink because, because you're upset about it. it. Never. I mean, I'm I'm not a professional, but <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a tough situation, and yeah. we've all been there. And I mean, it just takes time, and that's part of the reason why we're scared to move forward with different stuff. If I fucked up something like that too, I would be upset. Yeah. And scared to move on because you don't want to hurt somebody else like that. You want to do it again. Yeah. And Facts. you don't want to feel like cycle. that again. Facts. I just don't know how to break that. Especially cycle. when you don't know what to change like what, yeah, and how to, how to... I can see how that would be super scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's tough. That's It's being self-aware. And it comes with maturity. That shit sounds like a lot easier than... It sounds so much easier, like being self-aware. It's, it's not that easy. Like, I don't care how self-aware you are. I don't know if you can ever, like, you, the bar never reaches 100%. You're never 100% self-aware. No, but I do think that you get more self-aware than you were before. I'm not saying you can 100% walk around and be like, you know what? I'm a bitch today, and this is what I, like, I don't think you do that, but I do think you, you learn how to, like, look at the shit that you do more objectively when you, like, when you have a little few, a few more experiences under your belt. The crazy thing is you can look at yourself and say, yeah, I knew I was a bitch. I feel like I'm going to be a bitch and then still not stop yourself from being a bitch. <laughs> like you knew the entire time. Yeah, it's oh, like yeah. Being no. self-aware and acting on your yeah, self-awareness. Like, I wake up many days knowing that I'm going to be a bitch. <laughs> right. I don't, I don't not be a bitch. And there's, and there's nothing you can do to change it. No, I'm sure there are. What do you mean? You can, you can, not, you can consciously not be a bitch, but you can also say today's that mood. And <laughs> that's what the fuck I feel like today. <laughs> and I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Is it, but that gets you nowhere. Does it, I was going to say, does that show a lack of maturity? Yeah. Okay. No, I was just, just asking a question. But, but the only point I was making to Musi was that it's that identifying what it was that needed to change. Okay. <coughs> it got heavy. It's, it's got hard heavy for me guys. to, um, a fear for me is opening up to people. It's hard for me to open up and like, I am literally like Shrek on that episode where it's like layers, layers. to a person. Mm-hmm. Like, you you know me, but you don't know me until you get to the center. <laughs> like, it's so much stuff that I still haven't opened up to my fiance about just because I just, I like, when I close that door, I want to leave it there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do y'all feel like that about certain situations? Hell yeah. Is it hard for you to open up to people? Hell yeah. That's yep. scary. I don't want to be judged. I don't want people to look at me for being that person. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to become my title. I don't want to think about the stuff that I that happened to me or the stuff that I've done because it's in the past. And I don't want them to run away from it. Right. Because I told you some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's, and then I also have the, the opposite problem. Like, I've, I attach easily. Like, if I like you, like you, it's like, I'm, I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. And then even being self-aware, you realize maybe they don't like you as much as you do. Mm-hmm. And so then I don't find a way to get rid of those people. 
who treat me like shit regardless. So it's just they just linger around. They just hang out around for no reason. And I don't know like what to do. Like just be like, yo, I'm over this situation, but it's like I'm really not because I really like them. Like no, I don't know what to do. I have the opposite problem, mm-hmm. which is that I'm. I think I'm very open because I like to see how people respond when I'm open. I like to see how you handle when I'm open. Because one of the biggest things to me in a relationship is that I can come to you when I need you. Mm-hmm. And that's like an emotional need you. Like if I have some shit going on, I know that I can call you and you're going to help me. Um, <clears throat> and sometimes I think I overshare with the expectancy that other people are supposed to just know what to do without realizing that not everybody knows how to handle those situations and knows how to have tough conversations and all of those things. And that's not something you hold against somebody. And that's not something I can use as a measuring stick. Mm-hmm. So it's not a fear for me, but it's something that I think I fuck up with. It's mm-hmm. a fear for me. I think I'm that way because I'm so used to people coming to me with their stuff and their problems, and everybody looks towards me like all my friends. Yo, because you're a good friend, right? I'm having this Amazing. problem. You're a really good friend, <laughs> and people come to me so much for help that I don't even know how to be like, you're the yo, I'm friend. going through this too. I don't know how to open up to people you're, because you're the strong friend. Like you, yeah. Like you said, Simone, the fear that people won't know how to respond to what I tell them. I don't want to hear that's cool. I don't want to hear it's going to be okay. I don't want to hear you're stronger than that. Ain't I don't want to hear none of that. Ain't shit. it the worst shit in the world? I want I want you to <laughs> shut the fuck up. Listen to what I have to say, and sometimes just don't say nothing. Be like, you know what? Let's take a shot. Right. Because that's what. Because sometimes that's all you can say. Mm-hmm. And then motherfuckers look at you like like you're not being compassionate because you don't know what to say. Like I don't I know how to Yo, help you. Yeah. Like bro. I don't know how I, to help. I don't know you. what yeah. to say. I don't right know what now, to say to you. So. Like I can give you this bullshit spill, but I don't even believe the spill that I'm about to yeah. give you myself. Yeah, it's been times where I opened up and I'm like, yeah, I don't feel no better. I should have just kept this to myself. Like, and then well, and that makes you feel worse. Yeah. And that makes you feel like. Fuck, why did I even... That makes you not like not come back to that yeah. person with shit. You go to the and person who you know can handle it. And that's just a slippery slope, man. Because like you said, man, like we're all different. And we all handle and want things to be handled a different way. So it's like when you... Like, okay, basically what you're saying is you're the bearer of burdens a lot of times. Yeah. The problem with that is like... It's hard to be the bearer of burdens... And also have it to where your can like you can also give that to somebody else, mm-hmm. or you can also like you know I I don't do that's just oh my god man that's ugh. damn you're yeah you know, Rez, <laughs> we in the, we in the same boat all right this, Jesus Christ man. yeah it's just it's a lot to, it's a lot to be that person man it's so much to be that person yeah. Well, you just hold on and then let it out, but in small doses, <laughs> randomly. I mean, just cause, because because you always know what to say, people expect for you to be able to express your feelings the way they can. It's like, no. Just no, because I know what to yeah. say to you doesn't mean I know what to say about myself. Exactly. Because I tell you some good shit in the heart. Oh, yeah. I give you the best advice ever. But that doesn't mean I can- When it applies I to can, me, I can express no. my feelings and you know, like, communicate no. the way I- Communicate to you, like you know, or I, you know, help you with your communication. Like, no, no, I'm, no, I'm not that good at it. Yeah, I, just, I try my best to shy away from you coming to me, <laughs> like, cause I don't know what to tell you. Like, 
I, it's not that I don't care. I care. I love you to death. Yeah. But I don't know what to say to yeah. you and what can make you feel better, yeah. give you something that's proactive. I don't know. And it's not even like just intimate. It's just like friendship, yeah. anything like that. It's just like, bro, I don't know about you, bro. My fucking advice or fake advice, whatever the fuck you want to call it, that shit's rooted in the same fucking message, bro. Do what the fuck feels right until it don't Facts. no more. Facts. Like, Facts. Whatever whatever makes you happy. Yeah. But the the thing is I have to work on it now because I'm going to be a wife. Yeah. So I can't just be saying a here, mom. Uh, Stop saying that. No, bro. like no, but seriously. Like and a mom one day. Maybe. Possibly. You don't well, no, so topic. the thing is that women always are expected we're always expected to want to have kids. And I feel like it's a topic that's always brought up to me, not just with you guys. I know you guys want a baby, but <laughs> with everybody else, they're like, when's the kid coming? Do you want to have a kid? Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I haven't gotten to a point where I see a baby and I'm like, yeah, I want that for me. Like, that is a legit fear of mine. Like, fear. what if I don't have a baby? Like, what? I don't want to have kids right now. I don't yeah. know. I'm almost 30. What if I don't ever want to have kids? Sorry. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I fucked up. That was is it, no, is the so is the idea of having a kid also scary though too? Yeah, it's the yeah. whole thing that comes with the baby. It's sure. not just I'm gonna have a baby and this is gonna be it. I'm gonna love this thing for the rest of no. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, because it's like it's heavy. I could do something wrong. Like, yeah, I, I feel like you know, like a, nobody went into like pregnancy or you know like. Having a kid and was like, oh, I'm gonna fuck this up. Oh Everybody gosh. thought, like, okay, I'm gonna be good at it. Right. Like, and like, then okay. what if I decide one day that I do wanna have a baby and there's complications? Like, sure. how devastating would that be? Yeah. And then, hold on, there's more <laughs> on this fear. <laughs> why would I wanna bring a baby into this world? Mm. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Like, why would I want something that I'm gonna. Everybody that has a kid say, I love that. I never knew love until I had this little being. Mm-hmm. I can't love anything more than what I love this baby that has been in my body for nine months. If I were to have a kid and it comes out and something happens to my mm-hmm. baby that I, whew, from the uterus. And I mean, that's, that's devastating. Loaded. That's loaded as fuck, though, to be like, I love this thing more than anything I've ever loved ever right. before. Yeah. It's tough. Like, I don't know if I'm ready emotionally to deal with that. And I worked in the school system. I know what it's like there. I don't want that for my child. It's rough. Mm-hmm. You have to like, so. send your kid out into the world. Man. <clears throat> that shit's terrifying, bro. Big fears. Like, Big fears. Like, <laughs> that shit is wild. Because the idea of being a father sounds amazing. It sounds great. Because it's like, <laughs> bro, I've got so much I can, like, Share with you about what I've learned. I'm not, not even that. I'm like, not smart. It's just I I've learned a lot. Like so when can, you when you see those videos online, like a, a dad with his daughter, and he's just like, "Yo, that looks like the best love." Like she's she, she just loves her dad. <laughs> or like the army, the dad comes home from the army, and the kids go, "I've I've been missing you." That shit just feels like it's warm. But then you also realize whatever you do could fuck this kid up for the rest of his life. Yes. Yes. Like you could fail at being a parent, and that fucks up that kid for the rest of his life. That shit is a fr- That's frightening. It's heavy. It's, yeah. it's harder than saying, "When's my baby coming?" Yeah, uh, <laughs> like, shit, um, 
I don't know. I'm not ready. That's the easy part. Yeah. The baby could come tomorrow. <laughs> right. But the way I take my birth control, that ain't happening. It's just like, bro, <laughs> it's like everything is like catch 22 You know what I'm saying? Like, right. You can do something so right and shit can still go wrong. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, especially when we're talking about raising a fucking kid, bro. Like, if I discipline you, if I whoop your ass, you can grow up to be damaged. If I don't discipline you, you can grow up and shoot a school up. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, I don't know. You know, like, there's a very, very huge margin of error. Like, or, but I mean, of course, like, and honestly, there's like, at the end of the day, it's like, you don't have almost, oh, well, of course you do, but it's like, you have very little to do with how your kid grows up as a human being. Because, dude, I'm sure there's plenty of shitty human beings who had great parents. Like, it was like, we raised you the right way. Why did you do this? Like, I don't understand. I thought we did, I thought we did everything we could to make you a decent human being and you were a shithead. On the flip side, it's like, okay, you have people out here who are the most incredible human beings who didn't even, you know, have those experiences with both parents or, you know, whatever the case. It's just like, bro, it's, it's, it's so much, bro. Goddamn. It's scary. Do you guys have, and this question is for the guys, do you guys have a big, are you more afraid of having a kid or more afraid of getting married? Probably, probably a kid. I'm a little kid for the simple fact that I could get in a marriage and it not work out. But I've already had this kid, so I still have to deal with it. Like, I can't separate myself from a kid like I could, but that'd be a shitty person. Like, you'd be the shittiest person in the world. But, like, a, mar- a marriage that fails, you, you, you can get past that. You can get past that, but you can't get past being a shitty father. So you said having a kid yeah. is Frightens more, me more, more scary. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oof. It's like equal to me, man. Uh, well, you know what? Nah. Nah. I mean, I think the idea of having a kid doesn't really, like, personally, the idea of having a kid doesn't really scare me as much as devoting yourself to someone or, you know, like pronouncing that you're devoting yourself to someone for life because it's like dog this shit is like humans are fickle as fuck Facts. like motherfuckers wake up every single day and say you know what I don't want to be here anymore like you know 10, 20, Randomly. 30 years it's like you know I don't think I'm feeling this anymore it's time to go what you mean like you know like that is that is terrifying it's like okay you can put all of this time and all of this effort into somebody, <coughs> and it still might not be reciprocated the way you want it to be. But having a kid, it's like, I mean, that's pretty natural. Like, it's like, I'm going to do everything I can for you and hope for the best. Like, you know, like, it's, that's just it. Like, it's not really anything beyond that. It's like, all right. Like, so that, that, it's not really, yeah, I don't know. Marriage is far more scary than a kid. Like, I don't know, personally, for me, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. So on the flip side, like for the ladies, what what's more frightening? That's hard. Cuz you look like you look like you really want to get married. I do. Yeah. I do, but I don't I don't want to get married to the wrong person. And that's like that's my fear. It's like getting married getting married. So, to answer your question, marriage is going to be my bigger fear than having kids. And um I think I have a fear I don't know if it's a fear of settling, but it's like a 
making sure that I'm still balancing like what I know I deserve with like not trying to be too picky. And sometimes I feel like, and I know y'all hate when I do this, but I don't give a fuck. Like when you get like past the age where you thought you wanted to get married, right? I'm 30. I thought I would be married by now. You, like I always want to make sure that I'm not like dealing with people in hopes that it's a shortcut to marriage rather than like stopping and waiting for the person who like really, really is for me. Mm. On the flip side, also not looking past people because they're not exactly what I view as my husband. Because in reality, a perfect person doesn't exist, right? And so it's like this weird balance in between the person that you think is for you and like trying to force somebody into that mold. So marriage is my answer. What do you want more? Would you like? Do you want a? You want marriage, or do you want a kid more? Like, what, what would? I want marriage more because I don't. I don't want to have a. My life goal is not to have a child out of wedlock. Hmm. Like, I get it. Like, some people are okay with that. I see nothing wrong with it. I look down on nobody. I'm not saying that I wouldn't do it, but my picture perfect goal is to have a husband who I don't want to like be pregnant and like my baby daddy having to come over to my house then back to his house then back to my house if like no like I want to be raising my child in a home with their father and my husband mm. that, yeah. is a, that is a goal that is a goal big goal but it's definitely <clears throat> hard to find that balance between wanting too much and accepting and ex- too little. That was a good way to say it. Like, that mm-hmm. is so hard. Really Especially when you know that Text you're... Alert. Text alert. You're past the time... Oh, I have to say it again. So the text alert is wanting too much... Finding the balance. Or accepting too little. Mm-hmm. Finding the balance between those two. Mm-hmm. And I fear... All, that is my biggest fear in relationships. Especially is when... Is that you, I will fuck that balance up. When you know that you want to get married mm-hmm. and that's a goal of yours in the time period that we're in. And my girlfriend called me the other day crying. Like, because just dating right now is really taking a toll on her. And she's went so far, she's a black sister, that she's dating outside of her race. Damn. And I always tell her and I admire her for her... Her persistence because she's not giving up. She's been through so many fuck niggas. Like she almost died with a nigga. When she almost died, she found Ow. out they were in a car accident. Oh, okay. Really bad. Jeez. And she almost died. And she was in the car with a guy. This guy had stuff in his possession, all this stuff. They get to the hospital, come to find out he had a whole nother girlfriend the whole time that they were dating. She's been through oh, fuck shit. nigga after fuck nigga after fuck nigga. And it's just like it's draining. To the point where you don't even want to date anymore. But I also think that it it puts you in this. And I've been thinking about this a lot today, lately, after I went to church. Which is like, do you, I don't think you have to date and then date somebody else and then date somebody else. And I'm really bad at it. I'm really bad at it. I'm really bad at like leaving something that I feel isn't for me and just being alone. But maybe that's what you need, you know, that buffer time to just... Force yourself to be alone and then find somebody after that. Because if you're going fuck nigga after fuck nigga after fuck nigga, something's not changing. Yeah. And I find it hard to believe that 
you can date one person, date somebody right after, and you've learned your lesson on what to look for. So maybe that may be the key, just need in space. But at the same time, she wants to find a husband. And, I'm t- and it's hard, so, right? Because you feel like you're, whether you admit it or not, you're, this biological clock does tick in your head. Whether you want to say it does or doesn't. There's a clock. There's a clock. These eggs ain't going to be egging for a long time. This bitch said egging. So. <laughs> not that I care, but. <laughs> How I much mean, of this do we just like tie to luck? You mean finding somebody? Finding a lot, quote unquote, the right person. You know, people always say you find it when you're not looking. You're not but looking. I, I try my hardest not to tell that to people because they get pissed. Were you looking when you found E? No, I was at the bar trying to be a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> Goals. Facts. Facts. Trying to be a hoe. Oh man. All right. So I try my best not to tell people that because it's just like, it's true when you're focusing on yourself and people can see that glow about you. I feel like men are attracted to that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, so how much, how much of it is tied to luck? Because is that an indictment on your friend because she keeps winding up with fuck niggas? Like, is it, is it fair for her to do this? Like Simone is alluding to like this, you know, this soul search. Oh, I need to be by myself. I need to, you know, figure out what's going on with me. Because I've ran into fucking like what that that seems oh like that's not her fault that she yeah like yeah okay, like what so what is that yeah what does that have to do with it so it's me because like I keep running into these assholes like what what am I doing to like start blaming yourself damn who did I who did I fuck that's fuck up where, in the universe that's where it gets tricky to me because you would think with anything else in life if you keep trying it's gonna happen so why would I tell her to take a break from looking for niggas when it's more likely that you're gonna find one. Remember we had that conversation <laughs> about patience versus persistence. Patience versus persistence. Okay, yeah. bring it up. What's the patience versus persistence? <laughs> it's just like one of those because things. Because I want her to keep going, but at the same time... Are you... Like, is it is it working yeah, for you like, to keep... Keep going? Should you stop and be patient? Or should you keep going? Like, cutting right. dry. Like, you have to figure out which one works for you. Like, what works for you or if you should switch it up or whatever, but... So if we had to answer right now, do you think love comes by chance or by chasing? Ch- love? Yes. Chance. chance. I'm chance. going chase. Chance and luck. Yeah. Brian, you, you're lucky. I'm sorry, man. It's just... You are... You're talking about you personally. Not you personally. I just mean like... Oh, I am If lucky. you can find some... Oh, well, no, no. Yeah. It's just like, if you can find someone that will... That reciprocates the love that you're trying to get... Mm-hmm. Bro, in this day and age... And not just not to again, it's not an indictment on this day and age. It's like yeah, it is it's so hard. Like I mean, we're I mean, we're in a time of like instant connectivity and you can literally swipe right and find you a new soulmate. It's like, you know, it's just like dude, you're really lucky if you find someone that is willing to live this life with you and willing to, you know, go through this journey. Relationship fear. Relationship fear. That I will never have that feeling. What, of love? That feeling of somebody who, like Nick just said, who like loves you the way you love them. Yeah. And it's going to be that I end up married to somebody who looked really good on paper. It's just beneficial to me. Yeah. What if that is what, what, what if that is the reason why our generation is having a hard time, like a lot of people are having a hard time finding somebody is because they're not settling. What if 
people before us were just settling for people that look good on paper. That's look what good it, as a husband. Of Have course. you ever read that? You've never read that book? No. Modern Romance. Ugh. Modern Romance by Aziz Ansari. Mm-hmm. That whole book talks about that. Uh-huh. It's about how before you were marrying for functionality, you weren't marrying for love. Like it's you married and then you fell in love. So if there was somebody in your neighborhood that you met and he had a good job, you got married. And then you learned to love him. And the reason you didn't fall out of love was because you spent time learning to love them. You had to love wow. them. You didn't have an opportunity to go love somebody else that easily. <laughs> and so it was, it was just the difference between dating then and dating now. That was fucking trash. What that, what that shit was. I mean, yeah. you say, but you say that now because you know otherwise, right? They didn't know if, the, if you don't know any, if you don't know otherwise... Crazy. I mean, yeah. ignorance is bliss, but bro, it, like, is that really something you want to wallow in, like, for your entire life? Like, but you, we we know no. of families who fuck their their grandparents hate fuck each other. They hate each other. They're still married. Or they just, ain't living in the same even, house for thirty years. Not even years. like hate each other, but you witnessed what love is to them, and you witnessed how they live their life. It's like, bro, this doesn't really feel like you know. Or you've just seen examples of relationships where people are in them, and but it's like once you peel back. The layers, it's like, nah, bro, y'all don't do y'all constantly fighting, y'all at each other's throats. There's been, you know, like infidelity, there's been, you know, issues with this, that, and the third. It's just like, okay, so because you two stayed together and persevered through this, is this something that is admirable? I'm not sure if that's something to say. Like, oh, we've we're been we've been together thirty years, but you know, fucking Leroy has a whole another family on the other side of town. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like what? So on the other side of that, in this day and age, what do we know? How do we know what ultimate satisfaction is? How do we say, like in a, in a space where that we have all these options, how do you stop and say, this is it for me? There will be nothing better than this for me. This is it for me. Because I feel like we, we are now in an age where you're always wondering if there's something better. Because yeah. you have exposure to, to other things. Because and you see it. The line is paper thin. Because yeah. what you just talked about, settling. Like, not, like that literally, you are literally a paper thin line away from like, settling it's when like you say, playing, oh, this is, this is good enough for me right now. It's like playing blackjack. You don't know what's on the other side of that card. So I guess it's a gamble. If you feel like that's not the person for you, actually, if you're having that feeling... Then maybe that's not the person for you. You know that reminds me of what Nick said like the other week when he said, uh, "And I, it was a joke, but it made it makes sense now. Like getting married early, and then being divorced by thirty <laughs> to be able to like try again while you still have time. It kind of makes sense now. It kind of makes sense now, dude." Let's unpack this. <laughs> Let's. Oh, that was a. Oh, that it was, was a joke, joke but know, it, it joke. makes yeah. sense, like in theory. Yeah. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like if you you thought oh, you thought it was something, and you thought this was the time to do it, and versus, you thought it was perfect. Or it's just like how many times do you try something, get it wrong the first time, and the second time it's like, oh, I I know what to do now. But so, if you feel like that, maybe you shouldn't be getting married. Not How many chances like do you give somebody? Oh. <gasps> Same question the other day. I asked somebody. How many chances do you give somebody? It came from something Nick just said. But like, I don't. I can't make the connection right now. But Nick just said something. <laughs> how do you? How many chances do you give somebody? At what point do you say, you know what? <laughs> this ain't it. I don't know. It depends on because your chances could be they didn't pick up the phone. You wanted them to pick up the phone. It depends on how big the chance is. 
Because it could be your first chance and you do something really fucked up and I'm just done. And that was your one and only chance. So it just depends on how big the 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 threat is. Fuck up. Yeah, the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that was a random aside. It's just whatever your threshold is. Yeah. Whatever. All right, y'all. So do we have any final thoughts on fear? Stay single. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That was my real life. Oh, okay. Work, Normally, you got a you got a quote for us. Come back to me. Okay. I need. I need. I'm unpacking myself right now before I. Okay. Just, just work through yourself. Get yourself in order. Like, don't worry about who's doing what or who's gonna come and who's not gonna be there for you. Make sure you're always okay. Those fears disappear more when you're ready to get rid of so work through those fears first i'm gonna say um we all have things that we are scared of but at some point you have to face those fears because you're not going to overcome them most likely and you miss a lot of the chances that you don't take so if you're scared to do something for a certain reason you're missing on an opportunity and it's going to fail because you didn't try so just try to overcome, keep moving forward, and stop being scared. That's good. Uh, final thoughts on fear. Um, don't be afraid to fear, man. Like, like I feel like some of the best things in life, especially happiness, come like on the other side of fear. It's like once you once you get over that mountain, it's like. You could literally find that it was exactly what you needed to get over that, you know. Yeah, on the other side. So, you know, don't be afraid of fear, man. We all, because again, like you said, we all have them. It's just how we deal with them, you know. Like, some of us are better than others at dealing with them. Some of us aren't. You know, it's just, it's okay. Yeah. So I was literally gonna say the exact speech that you gave. <laughs> So then my last thought is going to be, don't self-sabotage out of fear. Okay. Back to Meezy's point. At me next time, sis. I said, back to Meezy's point. <laughs> Nigga, I'm not afraid to at you. Do not self-sabotage some shit out of fear. There's, there's too many things out here that can fuck up your relationship outside of you. Don't fuck it up on your own. Yeah. So being as though we just talked about fear, I'm going to say to the gray area, don't be scared to send your listener letters. <laughs> that shit was we need y'all to join our group message because it's a it's week two with with no messages and we miss y'all. the The group chat is real dry. I'm a, I'm gonna remind y'all what the the email is one more time, but we gonna do the scenario first. At least now y'all know they're real and we're not writing. Yeah, because I'm not about to sit up here and write a letter after I done put my feelings on the table on this episode. Vulnerability, right? One on one. I just tell the gray area. I had some shit I had to get off my chest today, <laughs> and I figured, why not? Why not do it with my my real life therapy you with you off, guys? Man. You got it off, man. Yeah. I'm proud of you. I done probably fucked up some new relationships too, but you know, shit ladies, happens. don't be scared. I know y'all heard what he said, but it just shows that he's vulnerable. Yeah, and knows and he's self aware. He's not trying to hide it. I he's like hurt. It. He's been hurt. He's hurt. He's getting over it. All right, who got a scenario for the table? I do. And it's 
It's some real life shit too. So okay. So I have this friend. Uh, we've we've been friends. We're friends. We do everything. We like we're cool. And uh, woman. Yes, I tried to step out of friend zone, but you know, it, you tried. You yeah. tried to step out of friend zone. Yeah. Okay. So it, it it didn't really work, but you know, I was okay with it. I was okay with it. So hold on, hold on. before you go further, you tried to step out of the friend zone and it didn't work because of who? Like she she didn't want to come out of the friend zone. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like you get small signs of it might work, but then it doesn't. Okay, okay. So it never, it never happened. Um, I did, I, I did some shit one night. I was in a, a drunken mood, and it didn't work out. And so we stopped talking for about seven months. And then, like one day out of the blue, she just randomly called me, like just randomly. And so I was like, okay, everything is back to normal. But now I'm starting to see this pattern of. We have a disagreement about something small, and then she proceeds to not talk to me for a while, then come back. <laughs> and I'm like... What's a while? A month, two mm-hmm. months, some mm-hmm. shit like that. And I'm like... This is your friend? Yeah, I, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. Like, this this is my like question. Like, what do I... How do I treat this? Like, we... Not only do we talk, like... We go from talking every day... To not talking at all for months on it. So what kind of, give us an example of like a disagreement that another, will lead to not speaking for it. The other day, I'm on, she calls me in the middle of the night uh, asking me about uh, something that happened to her. And I'm like, okay. I get a phone call. So I go, I'm going to call you back because somebody calling me in the middle of the night, it's probably important. I answer I have the conversation with the person I hang up. I go to call back. Uh, block, you know, go straight to voicemail. What? What? <laughs> I call again, go straight to voicemail. I get ready to send a text, like, yo, you all right? You still good? It turns green. Niggas know what that means. What? <laughs> and I'm like, yo. So then, you know. How long I, were you on the other call for? Probably like 30 minutes. Ooh, something. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah. And she was going through something important? Not to me. To her, it doesn't matter if it was not to you. Like, boy, how you sound? (laughs) There was a bug in her apartment. Wow. Okay. Did you? Because I know you. Did you say, "Hold on, I got another call. It's probably some cheeks. I'm gonna call you back." No, I said, "Hey, I'm gonna call you back." The reason I really answered it was a friend of mine who went out, and they were drunk. When they went out, so I said, if you need something, call me. So then there was a call. Mm. But I never got to explain that to you. Mm. You just hung up, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, why do I keep going through this pattern with you? So That's a red flag. Do you still want it to be more than friendship? No. No. Okay. But now I'm, like, I'm just like, why is this the pattern? Like, mm-hmm. Why are you having relationship issues with somebody who's your friend? Right. Like, Why, am I, why, why are we even at the point where you think this is something... Like a, an issue for you. You sound incredibly immature. And I'm, yeah, and I'm like, what I mean, do you I You are. You're why? immature as fuck. But for what? They even sound even more immature than you. They what do I do? Sound, they make you sound mature. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what do I do with this situation? Let her keep you blocked. You're That's not, annoying. you're not still blocked, are you? I don't know. I haven't tried. Why is um, that like, I shouldn't be stressed. As a friend. Like I, really I mean, I know I'm a stressful friend. I stress my friends out with my phone calls and my texts. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm not blocking nobody for telling me, hold on a second. There is nothing 
there is no sort of non-platonic anything between you guys? Like, are you sure there's not even, like, flirting or anything that would insinuate that this is something more than a friendship? And I need you to think outside of your intentions and look at your actions. No. Nothing. Well, then. Not since the first, you know, breakup. (laughs) Quote, unquote. (laughs) Doesn't sound like you really need that friend. Though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, that sounds, sounds like, like stress for no reason. Yeah. Leave it on red. Unless there's things that you're not telling us mm. about what? I don't know. Unless mm. there's other underlying issues that you guys have, but based on what you have told us, I wouldn't keep that. I would keep them on block. I'd, block, I'd probably block them back so that in a month from now, when she got over it, she wouldn't be able to contact me. But that's on you. Yeah, that's a wild roller coaster for her to text you next month talking about some. Hey, right? I heard twenty something doing something. She looking good. You got you got any discounts on the <laughs> Right. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. So I mean, that's that. Mm-hmm. Anybody else got a scenario? I'm trying to think if I have a relationship scenario. Okay, here we go. So you're in a relationship. Well, I'm in a relationship. <laughs> First of all, you didn't have to do that. That was petty and unnecessary. No, no I didn't want it to sound like it, I was talking about somebody else. Uh, so I'm going to say, your lover is on vacation. How often do you call oh him? Oh, my God. Brad, let that man live. <laughs> God damn. No, I haven't called him at all, but I'm just asking. Have y'all spoken since he left? Yeah, we talk, but I just, is there a level of talking that you have while somebody is on vacation? I'm just keeping it up with you. I think you're very strong. Because I, we had this conversation the other day. I think this is like the first time. You know what? I thought about that. And I have been out in Winston-Salem without E before. And the girl was doing cocaine while we were out. So oh. it got a little wild. Where? Who are you? Who is your circle in Winston-Salem? Anyway. But look, they've only, she's, they, she's only been out twice without E. Mm-hmm. In the, what, the year, two years that she's been here? I've only been here for a year. Yeah. I'm very much of the opinion that if you trust your man... And y'all have a good relationship, and he goes on vacation, even if it's to Vegas. You let let that nigga live. Like he checks in when he checks in. Yeah, I don't even like, think his dad is just. No, but her question was, how often do you call her? Yeah, but it's the fact that they've not been apart. <laughs> but they lived. They did long distance for. Yeah, but since, since she's she been here, <laughs> they haven't been apart. No. I'm not saying she's not strong, Mizzy. I'm not saying. <laughs> what do I'm you want to fight me? Like I didn't say anything bad <laughs> no, about her. I'm just saying, like it's like. How many times would you call somebody? I some, wouldn't. Some oh. ladies are calling every morning. Every hour on the hour. Yeah. No. no. If my You're right. I'm giving a BOD mm-hmm. every morning, every okay. hour on the hour. Yeah. Benefit of the doubt for oh. BOD. <laughs> for me, for a list. Yeah. But Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> <laughs> my dick. Like, it's just the dick's Benefit after of the doubt. Bomb ass dick. Right. I, think, I think, like, if your man is a good man, he is allowed to have his boys' trips where he... Now, if he don't text me for fucking five days, all right, we have an issue. <laughs> but, like, I'm not blowing your phone up. I'm not calling you in the morning. I'm not right. calling you at night. Like, no, you not... hit me up when you see time. Because if you have a good man, he's going to hit you up. Yeah. Now, if that text didn't buzz, it would be a different story. Earrings off. Okay. So, Meezy, did you come prepared this week? Do you have a baby maker for us? Oh, I do. I'm sorry. Hey, I did. baby I did. maker. I'm sorry. Shout out to the previous baby makers, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, We're gonna have a playlist for y'all soon. Oh, well, baby, make a playlist. I yeah. like it. That's, that's, that's you shooting about eighty percent from the field, boy. Appreciate, appreciate that. Out here, boy. Appreciate that. Uh, you ready? 
Yeah, I'm ready. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm a week out. I'm uh, sorry. I had to fill in last week, so I'm about to get my boom. <laughs> you got it. Okay. You, you can been, sit down. The voice is back. <laughs> You've been coughing the whole episode. Let's be careful. I don't want you to damage your esophagus or something trying to make that noise you made. Bro. Shut up. You are now tuned in to WMEZ. This week, we have a song entitled Honesty by Pink Sweats. Honesty by Pink Sweats. And it's like this. Yes, it's all a game of pictures. She said, what if I die deep? Will you come in after me? Would you share your flowers with me? Pink sweats with honesty. I like it, music. This week's baby maker. That was a good one. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bring it in, bring it in. Have a baby. He said he want to dive deep with her mm. when he dives deep mm. for her to open up. Great, du- that sounds great. Great double entendre. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, all right, y'all. You know what time it is. Pull your memes out. I know we talked about this on Friday. You do, do realize ready to sign off. You do. You do I was realize for waffles. Like I had so many things. You going do on. realize there's a mic when you say "oh shit." <laughs> everybody, I say, I say "oh shit" out loud in life all day. Everybody said they had a meme, so I'm ready. Oh no, I got. I, I got one. <laughs> I go first. This one's just funny to me. Have you ever looked at her baby daddy, then looked in the mirror and be like, ain't no when hell we both are tight? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was good, bro. <laughs> 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 Dog, that's pretty thought provoking, though. You know what? Like, you know what I was thinking about the other day, bro? There's dead ass people in relationships, bro. And you really might not be their type. Facts. Facts. Functionality. This is true. Yeah, I guess, man. I guess. Like... Ratchet or insightful? You always give us two. Okay. My ratchet one is dedicated to next weekend when I will be in Carabana for to- in Toronto for Carabana. Pew, 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 pew. Wait, what was that noise? The Star Wars? What? What was that? That is the reggae horn. What do oh, you okay. mean? You're going to have to learn that. That was not the reggae horn. If that you're was going a to Star Carabana, Wars sound effect. Bro. First that of was... all, fuck you. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, my tweet is, if a beautiful West Indian woman give you a slow line of your life, just chill, bro. That's her culture. It was just a dance to her. Shit. Which is so real. Shit. And then my insightful one. Um, this one says, I will not beg you for your time. Or try to convince you to choose me. The world is too big and I have too much to offer. Mm. Okay. Mm. 
slow wine, slow wine. No, fast wine, fast wine, fast wine. Give me that. So my meme is, don't change to make someone love you. Be yourself and let the right person fall for you. Now, and this comes in this episode. I told y'all where I was when he met me now. So don't stop being a hoe just because you want to be a wife now. Keep popping that pussy. Um, wow. At me. Right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Bitch, what? <laughs> Literally, like, at me. <laughs> Who else would you have been talking to? So I can still keep slanging dick. <laughs> but she said because you want to be a wife. Like, she's clearly. I mean, no, I'm not. At- I, guess, I can be a husband and slang dick. I think, oh, Lord. I think that's a good attribute. Husband that can slang dick. Mine isn't as deep as y'all's, but um, <laughs> um, I can't wait to see who's bold enough to stand up at my funeral and say that nigga ain't even like half of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I just made it up. <laughs> That's funny. I've seen it. Nobody, people That's do funny. that? No, I've seen that tweet. I would, oh. I would though. You would? Man. I, hope you I can would. see Mizzy doing that. I can see Mizzy like walking in with a beer and be like, man, he ain't even fuck with y'all. <laughs> Big fat. Didn't even like you like that. Didn't like, even like you like that. So, guys, this has been our episode. Do we have any final things we want to plug before we leave today? Um, I'm really, can I say something real quick? Yeah. I'm very impressed with like the dudes and their vulnerability tonight. It was great. I'm like super happy. To be y'all family tonight. I'm very proud. Measy spearheaded it. But she's been going through some shit. I, I didn't do. know me and Nick were so similar with their opening up. Yeah. Yeah. I had yeah. a theory, but I'll tell y'all off the mic. That's right. super cool. All right, let's wrap it up. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening <laughs> <laughs> to another episode of Textually Active. I forgot to say the email for the listener letters. If y'all want, no pressure. Don't be scared. Send a goddamn letter, man. Please, come slide on. slide in Because now I'm going to have to pay attention to eat extra close this week to come with a scenario yeah. so Meezy don't got to keep putting his business <laughs> on the microphone. <laughs> we all going to be scouting for um, scenarios. But the email is textuallyactivepod at gmail.com. The Instagram is textuallyactivepod. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Follow us, like us, subscribe, and come back next week for another episode. We out here. Just love you guys. Bye, gray area. Chicken. <laughs> oh. <Wow>. Waffles. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Textually Active Podcast. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod.